Welcome to the Accra Community Church Podcast. As you listen to God's word today, may it become for you fresh water for your thirsty soul, give you hope to cope, and wisdom to thrive, excel, and become everything God says you are. God bless you as you listen to today's sermon. So, Brajon asked me to talk about separating yourself being separate, setting yourself aside. And since, since he, he gave me that topic, I've just been reflecting a lot. And I pray to God that before we leave here, what God intends for us to hear, we'll hear. Amen. Shall we open our Bibles to the Gospel of John, chapter 17, verse 14 to 17. So he says, I've have given them your word and the world has hated them because they are not of the world just as I am not of this world. I do not pray. This is where I I, I, I do not pray. So I was thinking, ah, Jesus, but you admit that the world hates us. So the next verse was a bit surprising for me. I do not pray that you should take them out of this world. If you admit that the world hates us, then Charlie, let us go so we'll be safe, right? It says, I do not pray that you take them out of this world, but that you should keep them from the evil one. That is powerful. That even in the midst of all that is around us, he says, I pray that you preserve them. In other scriptures, you preserve them. So, yeah. You know, sometimes when somebody's annoying you, okay, I'll use the knuckle because sometimes he really annoys me. And the person is laughing. And you're annoyed and the person is laughing. And you can't do anything about it. Do you, do you get that feeling? You, if you don't understand, try playing Ludo with him or Scrabble. You understand? So we'll stay here. He will preserve us and the enemy can't do anything about it. Hallelujah. Let's move on. So, they are not of this world, just as I am not of this world. So, once again, he's just setting the paradigm. He's just setting the context within which the believer is supposed to operate. That bear in mind that you are not of this world. Bear in mind that the world hates you. Bear in mind that I've prayed that you are preserved in the midst of all that. Hallelujah. Then in verse 17, I love verse 17. Sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. Sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. So, in talking about being separate, separating ourselves, and I'm just wondering, it would have been very, very easy that the moment we got born again, we go. And the moment I started nursing that thought, and it started exciting me, then I, just, then I remembered that if the person who got born again, who got you born again, left, where would you have been by now? Because I remember that they were just playing football, we were just kids, and we were just there, and then they came to our house, and that was it. 
if that person had just left. Because if for the sake, if the world hates us and the world is all, all that Jesus is saying, not we are saying, then it's good that as soon as you get born again, you go. But who will do the rest of the work? So we'll stay here. We'll stay here and make a count. Hallelujah. But I think he does not leave us, no, I think, he does not leave us under any illusion that we operate in a world that is corrupt. He does, not, he does not leave us under any illusion that we are in a world that does not accept our way of thinking. We're in a world that fights us. We're in a world that has designed systems that are, do not favor the Christian. The systems do not favor you. You decide that you never pay a bribe. And, and start walking through our system. And see how you struggle to keep that kind of ethic that you want to hope. You decide that some of the things people do, they gossip, they backbite, they do all sorts of things. You will not do some. And you will see. You will pay a price. So we will remain in this world. We will continue to drive the divine agenda. But we need to be aware. Because that level of awareness helps you to tap into the divine provision that has been made for you. Because he has already prayed for us. And we need to appropriate it. We need to operate within that system. Otherwise, you're exposed. Look, this morning, I just... So, I, I saw my wife watching something on her phone. I said, come and watch. And I said, oh... Say no, no, you take it. This is a lady sharing a testimony that she works with a, she had an employee. She gave her cloth to the employee to send it to someone to sew for her. And then for a long time, she was asking for the cloth and the cloth was not coming. The dress too was not coming. Eventually, the employee left her employment. Said one day, she was there. She had actually traveled. When she got a call from the employee that I'm bringing your cloth. So she was shocked. I said, okay, fine. Then the day after also, she had a dream that the employee was standing by a river and, and, and making some incantations and asking why, no matter what she does, the lady still prospers. So she, she, I mean, she saw it. So the next, she told her husband the next day, he said, call the lady. When she called the lady, he said, why are you taking me to deities? And the lady froze. She didn't say a word. I'm telling you, I serve a living God, something to that effect. If you try again, you'll see what, you know that kind of thing. There's some power that is reserved for us and we need to appropriate it. But it can work in that context where we understand that we are in this world, but we are not of this world. Having the awareness that it's a very... Look, this week I met a, a guy who told me that his father has, has some land somewhere. Some people at the Lands Commission had changed it, everything and sold it to someone. So, look, and you, the Christian, you say you don't want to play, you want to play fair but you are operating in a system that is very unfair and that's very cruel.
But there's something that you have to your advantage, and you need to appropriate it. And before you can operate in that realm, you need to separate yourself. The mixed match does not really work. If you want this God who is all-powerful to be fighting for you, advocating for you, then you need to operate in that kind of... You need to be mindful of this and then operate in that realm. And that's why for us as Christians, what we eat is very important. And I'm not talking about the food, but the word. Because you find yourself in prayer. It's like going to recharge your phone. You need to constantly be charging this phone and be connecting. Because if you joke, 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 Charlie, somebody will finish. I didn't come here to sow fear, but that's what Jesus said. That the world hates you. Bible says in Jeremiah 17, I believe, that the heart of man is desperately wicked. Who will know it? So as we are eating now, how do you know what I'm thinking about you? We're all sitting in this office working. We thought all of us came to do our bit and go. You don't know what I'm doing against you. So you better be aware. And, and, and if you really, really, really want this God that we're talking about to be fighting for you, then it's important that you truly separate yourself. And for us as Christians, one of the things that the devil has been able to cleverly do is to make it difficult for us to separate the secular from the sacred. And, and, and they will, the enemy will tell you that, look, as for this one, it's secular, so we will do secular. And I don't know why that give unto Caesar what is Caesar. And that's the favorite scripture of, I mean, say, oh, this one is for Caesar, let's do it for Caesar. Then when we finish, we'll go and do the spiritual. But our mandate here, according to Matthew chapter 5, is to be the light and to be the salt. Always sacred. Always sacred. I'm not saying always perfect, always sacred. Always walking in that mindset that I've been called to separate myself. We did a transaction with someone. The person was a, was a reverend minister. At a point, the person said, oh, stop calling me reverend. You make me feel uncomfortable. This is a business transaction. Guys, whether we're transacting or we're in church, reverend is reverend. Whether we're at a staff party or we're in a business meeting or we're at a Bible study meeting, reverend is reverend. A Christian is a Christian. So this whole thing about separating yourself is about being aware that one, you are in this world, but you are not of this world. Number two, being aware that you operate in a world. I mean, look at what is happening now. In this world, somebody, look, if somebody feels he has strength over you, he can just run over you. What will be your defense? People have broken down people's buildings. Ah, why? What can you do? Because they believe they are powerful. You too may not be able to go and commandeer those people to come and counter them. But what will we do? Remember, when they tried to touch Isaac's wife, God appeared to 
in, in the dream that if you touch this woman, that's, that's, that's the kind of thing that we're talking about. And that, where we operate at a certain level where we are gods and we, 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 are, we are so much in sync with him that nobody dares touch us. More so for those who die and they do not even have hope. For us, as we separate ourselves, even beyond this world, there's hope. This world needs us. This world needs us to be who we have been called to be. Sometimes the thing confuses them. Our posture sometimes confuses the world. And I believe one of the reasons why he didn't take us the moment we got born again was that he wanted us to remain in this world and truly be the salt of this world, this earth. And truly be the light. And the thing I like about that scripture, it says that the, 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 the lamp is placed, the light is placed on the lampstand and it shines for everyone. So for us, it's not even about us alone. So by the fact that we've been called to separate ourselves so that everyone will benefit from our calling. So the mandate we carry is even bigger than us. And when we are done, we'll go and we'll go and continue in the Father's presence forever and ever, enjoying walking on streets of gold. The enemy has tried, look, you think that it's, it's look, there are people who sit down and they project. There are people who sit down and they come up with clever theories. They come up with things that are meant to, they come up with arguments. And the only way we can pull down those arguments is for us to be so plugged in that we know that though we walk in this world, we are not of this world. And that we have weapons that can even bring down arguments. Because I tell you, for some of us, the way we, we walk as Christians, if you meet one of those clever people, they are clever. They, they, look, they, they start talking to you. And they, by the time they finish with you, if you are not careful, somebody invites you to church, you slap the person. They tell why devil, 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 where is devil? And that's the devil's best weapon to make, him to make us feel that he's not a threat and he's not there. So we will continue to operate here, but we need to walk in that awareness. And, and that's why sometimes very unfair things happen to people, Christians. You see that this is so unfair. And it's because we walk in the world that the Bible even says is a wicked world. So the call for separation is for us to appreciate what Christ has done. And just so we know that this God we serve, he doesn't want just anything. Cain and Abel, they both sacrificed. It's not just any sacrifice. So when he says that, I beseech you that you present yourself, it's also not by force. 
you present. Why? Because of what you have done for me on the cross. Because you are interceding for me. Because of the blood that is speaking for me. Because even though adversaries have surrounded me, you are still fighting for me and I'm walking through the minefields. Because you love me, I present myself as a living sacrifice. I present. Not someone is forcing me. So when you make that decision, I present myself. Now you, you take a decision that I will walk and I will be different. And I will separate myself. Because nobody will force you. And, and the worst part is when the, those interesting theories that people propound and all the books that people we read and the things we listen Somebody says, if there's God, why is Ukraine? Why are people dying? It sounds like a clever argument. If there's God, why are children dying? Why, what have the children done? Very clever argument. Why should a Christian suffer? Very clever argument. We go to church too much. Look at those who have developed. And look at us. True, though. But you need it. We, we can't also say that because of that we won't even do it at all. And like the Bible says, it's just a false balance that God hates. In fact, it says a false balance is an abomination to him. I think that maybe in a part of the world, we just don't get the balance right sometimes. But he doesn't hate the fact that you want to commune with him. It's just that when you do commune, 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 you, 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 you tell them balance one side maybe becomes problematic. So they will come to you with very clever arguments. And if, if, if you've not really, and this separation, look, sometimes I'll just be sitting there and I'll see that after my, all my meetings, I just pick my phone and I start browsing, going through Twitter, checking the news. Before I realize, I've spent over an hour on social media. And then I lie on my bed and I've seen that I've not read even the Bible for one hour. Or I've not made a conscious effort to withdraw and stay in a zone where I can really. So you're running on low fuel. And one of these days, your car will just get stuck. I read about Samson. And I see somebody who was brought to deliver, who later even needed deliverance. For some of us, the destiny of our future, of our children, and our families, it lies in our hands. We can't feel. We can't feel. If we stop praying, there will be trouble in our families. I'm telling you. This prayer that you pray that you think is nothing. It's, it's keeping things in place. It's balancing things. If you stop, if, if you disconnect, look, the second and third generations, if you get to see what's happening, you'll be shocked. Because if you look at the calling on Samson, he was truly called to separate himself. So he will be a deliverer. Now the deliverer is in chains. Eyes gorged. Being taunted. And that's where, unfortunately, sometimes we get to as Christians. That the salt that will give taste and flavor rather becomes trampled. And it's worth nothing. So when Bible says we should not be equally yoked, 
Someone gave me a revelation, and I thought it was very powerful. I hadn't actually caught that revelation before. He said that this whole thing about yoke, so because it was the um, Israel was very a very agrarian environment, right? Economy, whatever it is. They used the 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 ox to till their land. It was like the most prized asset for someone. And what they did was that they put two um, bulls together and they put the yoke around their neck and they tilled. Now, when the when when the when one of the bulls become weak, they have to change it because it has become old. Now, if you if a Christian, okay, so let me put it this way. So when you add when you when if you want the thing to go fast, you don't add a weaker bull. You add a stronger bull. And once you put the yoke around their neck, they are affected. Now, if you are the strongest bull in the world, and I bring the weakest bull, and I put both of you a yoke around your neck, and I tell you to tell, your speed will be affected. The quality, what your output will be affected, whether you like it or not. And that's why Solomon, after all his wisdom, if you read 1 Kings 11, last minute cry, he had gone to, he had fallen out of favor with God because he had followed his wives and they had turned his heart away from God. This thing about yoking with um, unbelievers. So, so, so what happens is, by virtue of the selection you make, it can improve your speed or it can slow you down. So it's not like don't talk to unbelievers. It's not like don't play with them. When you equally yoke, we've put our, we've, it's like we've tied our destiny together. And that's where if you're not careful, the cleverness of the person, the, the, the things of this world, oh goodness. I hear a pastor said that, look, you church members, if you don't stop fornicating, we'll all stop and fornicate some. The fact that you see that people are cheating and they are building, and you, your plot, you've not been able to buy blocks. Look, the lure of that side, that's why the devil went to show Jesus. The lure of it. Your family will even come to you. You have this big post. Every day you are broken. Look at your friends. If you are not careful and you don't get a wife who is, Charlie, even all borders will be closed because you are not performing. So, it's, 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 it's I, I don't know, but the call to separate ourselves is for our own good. Because that's where we, got, we, we go to recharge. We'll make mistakes. Your battery will drain. Sometimes you fall behind. I quickly say, hey, Charlie, two days, you know, me, me, spiritual life, me, who I know. Then you quickly recharge. Then you go. Then you quickly reach out. Then you go. You go and pray, 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 pray. You, you read your, that kind of stuff. You are winning souls. You are depleting the kingdom of the enemy. Because look, when people, see like you are there, when people see that you are like them, there's nothing that you see that makes sense to them. If you really want to pull the ox, you need to be stronger. You need to be stronger. And I, I kid you not. The enemy that we're dealing with is not a weak one. So, what should we do? First, 
Jesus has prayed for us that God will preserve us. But if I put a fence in my house and I put my dog in there or my goat, okay, let me use a fowl because it's easier to catch the fowl. So I put the fowl in the fence. And the fowl tries to find a way and go out. You have no defense. So the call for separation is also our defense, to stay in that zone. Where you have the air defense missiles activated. Because the moment you step out, you are vulnerable. So let's stay in that zone. The call to separate ourselves. And I like what I read in this is 2 Corinthians 10. And no, 2 Corinthians 6. And God telling the Israelites, um, um, Paul was saying that, do you not know you are the temple of the living God? And goes on and says, I want to dwell with you and walk with you. That was God speaking. And that was an Old Testament scripture that Paul was referring to. I want to come in there and dwell with you and walk with you. Because in this world, if you don't have God, and we're playing on the fringes like this, you are very vulnerable. People, Charlie, it's, 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 it's that bad. So let's stay in that zone. The second point is, we need to constantly recharge. Constantly. And that's why church is good. When you come, because the devil's idea is to beat you so hard that you don't feel like even worshiping anymore. You don't feel like coming to church anymore. And wants you to even disconnect totally. That's the whole agenda. So if you get the opportunity to come into church, you recharge. You see other believers. You see that, yeah, I'm falling, but I see that people are going. I'm still going. But I think the most important part, and for me, I think social media is an asset, but it's also a big liability. I've seen research that says that people consult 70% of purchases made. People consult social media first before they make purchase decisions. So it's a big tool, and it's a good tool. I mean, if you look at the fact that Zelensky and all those, they can sit in Ukraine and address parliaments ac across the world. If we didn't have these tools, how would, I mean, it has come to enhance us. But I've also seen that it's a trap. I like reading. Look, I just like reading. So when I get into that place, you will see that you're just going, 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 just going. So we need to find that zone where every day we can retreat into and recharge. We need to make sure that what we are consuming, that can help us be effective in this work. And to stay truly separate and stay in that zone is far more than your consumption. So you should ask yourself, what I'm consuming at the moment, is it going to keep me in that zone? Or it's taking me out of that zone. Because I kid you not, you say, oh, me, nobody can influence you. The things we read, whether we like it or not, at a point they influence us. The things we see, whether we like it or not, at a point they influence us. There is hope. There is hope. There is hope. We thank God for the work he's done through Christ. But there is hope. 
All we have to do, I believe, is to stay connected. Is to truly stay separated. It says, come out from amongst them. So it's not as if we will spite them. It's not as if we have a mandate to even bring them in. And look, if you don't respect someone, you can't even reach out to the person. So we need to treat people with respect. If the person is an unbeliever, it's, not a, it's a reason to even, for you to be more endearing. But always remember that even in the midst of all of that, you still have to be, because if you are not, I have never seen, a, a, what do you call it, um, Hyundai i10 pulling an articulator track or a Mercedes-Benz bus before that has broken down. The world needs us to be stronger. They need us to be more connected. They need us to really touch the heart of God so that we can bring the, the, the mind of God to them. So we can put, because sometimes it's not the words that you say, oh, come to Christ, come to Christ, come to Christ. No. For some of them, it's just a revelation you get that just changes them. For some people, it's just signs and wonders. For some people, it's just wisdom from above that will counter everything they have read and learned all their lives. And if you don't operate in that zone, where you have truly separated and plugged in, there's no way you can reach out to these people. So, my dear friends, the, 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 the mandate is clear. We are staying here. <laughs> We're staying here. We're not going anywhere. We're staying here. Jesus actually prayed that God keeps us here, but preserves us. Then when he was leaving, he says, whilst you are here, go ye into all the world. So there's a very big responsibility on us. And through the help of God, I believe that we'll be able to do that. The good news is that this whole separation is not a call for you to do it by your strength. I'm separating myself. I'm separate. It's to tap into the strength of God. It's to tap into, because he says, I'll send you the helper. So there's a helper at your disposal. Remember that in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, he says that I will, I will dwell with you and walk with you. So just make use of this resource, this big resource that is at our disposal. And I believe that we truly can stay separated. We truly will be effective here. And when we are done, we can go and sit with him in his glory. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your power that is released into this world. We thank you for the fact that you have already gone ahead of us and given us the Holy Spirit. We thank you that you dwell in us and you walk with us. We thank you that you're there for us, fighting for us. And we pray, oh God, as we step out there, let us truly remember that we are sacred and we walk, we, we, we have a mandate to be effective in this world. We thank you and we bless you for your word. And we pray that even the people that we are praying for, who we are reaching out to, that Lord, you use us to get them into your kingdom. 
In the name of Jesus, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's sermon. If it blessed you, share it with a friend. For more information on how to fellowship with Accra Community Church, visit our website, www.accrachurch.org. God bless you.